Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven day a week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 172 of our trek. And yesterday we asked the question, are you affecting or infecting others that you impact? Starting today and for this next week, we will hike the trails of gratitude and thanksgiving for a series of inspirational stories for our trek of life. If you do miss any of the days of our Wisdom Trek episodes, please go to wisdom-trek.com and listen to them and read the daily journals. We are recording our podcast from our studios at home too in Charlotte, North Carolina. While I enjoy all the seasons of the year, fall seems to be an extra special time for me. Maybe it was growing up on the apple orchard when we would pick the apples in the fall and we'd make fresh cider and apple butter over a huge copper pot and an open fire. It may be also that the crisp fall air carried with it a fresh relief from the hot and humid days of summer. Growing up in a family with 10 children with loving parents, fall also meant a huge Thanksgiving feast and then on to Christmas. Both holidays hold a special meaning for me. And as we trek through life, let us always be thankful for the bountiful blessings that we have. Let us also remember the birth of Christ, which provides us a rich and satisfying life on earth and life eternal. Even if you don't live in the United States and are listening to our Wisdom Trek, we do celebrate Thanksgiving in November, so take this time to share in our celebration of thanks and gratitude. And today we want to hike the three trails of gratitude, which we will title the Gratitude Stories. With Thanksgiving just around the corner, the following gratitude stories might be helpful for you. They fall under the theme of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you who belong in Christ Jesus. Of course, this doesn't necessarily mean that everything that happens to us is God's will. It's not necessarily His will that we lose our job or get diagnosed with cancer or that our children make poor choices. What this verse does say that it is God's will for us to be thankful people in all circumstances, even in the hard times and especially in the hard times. So let's consider three trails today. The first one is the Robinson Crusoe Trail. When Robinson Crusoe was wrecked on a lonely island, he drew two columns and listed the good and the bad of his situation. He was cast onto a desolate island, but he was still alive. He was divided from humanity, but he was not starving. He had no clothes, but it was a warm climate and he didn't really need them. He had no means of defense, but then he saw no wild beasts which threatened him. He really had no one to talk to, but the destroyed ship was near enough to shore that he could get out all the things that were necessary for his basic needs. So he concluded, therefore, that no condition in the world was so miserable that one could not find something to be grateful for. The second trail is the John Claypool Trail Part 1. When the late John Claypool lost his 10-year-old daughter to leukemia, gratitude was the only way that he survived. He tells us about his experiences in his profound book, Tracks of a Fellow Struggler. After his daughter's death, John walked down three different paths, the first path was to say, Oh, it was just God's will. I have to accept it. But that was not very helpful to him. He could not believe that God willed 10-year-old girls to die of leukemia. A second path was to try to find an intellectual answer as to why this has happened. He tried to make sense of it, but that didn't work either. His daughter's death didn't make any intellectual sense. And then finally, John walked down the path of gratitude. He realized that life is a gift. We are not really entitled to it. That we have any life at all is a pure gift and pure grace. Therefore, John chose to be thankful for the 10 good years that he had together rather than to be consumed by the resentment of the years that he did not have with her. This path of gratitude wasn't easy, 
but it was the only path which offered any real help. And our third trail for today is a bit longer, and this is the John Claypool Trail Part 2. John Claypool often wrote about the importance of choosing to be grateful, especially after his experience with his daughter. His personal experiences allowed him to pen one of his many renditions of the story of Thanksgiving Day, and it goes like this. Those of you who know a great deal about the past will undoubtedly agree with me that often history turns on very slender hinges. What I mean is that the events that seem at the time to be very small turn out to have some tremendous consequences. This certainly was the case in the earliest days of the country's formation. The story begins in the summer of 1620 when about 125 eager Christian folk set out from Southampton, England, hoping to come to the New World and establish a faith community. They leased two ships, the Mayflower and the Speedwell. But as they had made their journey around the southern tip of England, the Speedwell developed problems, so both of them had to pull into Plymouth, England. There it was determined that the Speedwell would not be able to cross the Atlantic, so 20 of the original group gave up and went back home. 105 crowded onto the Mayflower, and it set out well behind schedule, hoping to get to the colony of Virginia in time enough to build some shelter before winter came. Now, navigation in the 17th century was a very primitive affair, so it took them a lot longer to cross than they had expected. Plus, they were blown hundreds of miles off course, and they didn't even realize it. They didn't see land until the last part of November, and what they saw was not Virginia at all, but it was New England. They had hoped to get there before winter set in, but that was not the case. They went ashore, but they were not able to build very substantial shelters, and as a result, disease began to sweep through this little community. Before spring came to break the terrible cold, exactly half of the original group that had set out from Plymouth were in unmarked graves because they had been devastated by so much disease. It was at that point in the spring that what was left of the crew of the Mayflower started back to England, and the whole group wondered whether they should just give up and go back with them. But courage overcame despair, and so they decided to stay. At that point, their fortunes finally turned. The Native Americans were wonderfully hospitable. They shared with them their land. They taught the pilgrims how to plant and how to cultivate. That summer, they built very substantial housing as they were able, and when the harvest came in, they were amazed at the fertility of this new country. These were religious folks, so when the first anniversary of them being in the New World began to loom on the horizon, they wanted to devise some kind of ritual to acknowledge this significant event. Not surprisingly, the first suggestion was that they have a day of mourning. Every family had lost at least one person. Many had lost several members of their family. They argued that the best way to commemorate their time was to remember those who had sacrificed their lives. There was another group that said, yes, we have lost a great deal. We have undergone great tragedy and grief, but we have also much to be thankful for. The Native Americans have been wonderful. The land here is wonderfully fertile. We have survived. Why don't we make this first anniversary a day of thanksgiving rather than a day of mourning? Well, the record is that the debate went back and forth between the mourning party and the thanksgiving party. And as you know, because of the national holiday that we still recognize in the last November, the thanksgiving party actually prevailed. So the first anniversary of these hardy people was a day in which they expressed profound gratitude for all the things that were going positive for them. Historians have said that this simple decision to opt for gratitude rather than mourning may have been the most significant factor in giving these people the energy and the courage to meet the challenges that were yet to come. Truth be told, whenever we are faced with ambiguous situations, with things going for us and things going against us, 
I would suggest that gratitude is the most creative thing that we can possibly do because it puts us in touch with our positive energies that are at work within our lives, and it gives us a way of having hope for the days that lie ahead. As Thanksgiving approaches this next week, take time to reflect on all the blessings in your life, and also encourage your family and friends to join us each day and come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. And between now and Thanksgiving Day, we will focus on how it is wise to be thankful in a series of short and inspiring stories. That will finish our podcast for today. Remember to listen to your daily dose of wisdom each day. And please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person as you meet with them and invite them to come along with us each day. If you would like to be added to our weekly email update for Wisdom Trek, just text the word WISDOM to 44222 on your phone and you will receive a message asking you for your email address. It's very quick and easy to do. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I consider you my friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly or fully, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.